Welcome to this episode of Hip Hop History. This week we are talking about the certified legend of the West Coast, production and the game. David Marvin Blake was born January 18, 1970 in Compton, California. He was inspired by funk and soul artists such as Roger Troutman who taught him to use the talk box, which became a trademark for his sound throughout his career, and George Clinton. Blake began selling homemade mixtapes, most notably the Red Tape in 1987 after he received a turntable for his 8th grade graduation. He began doing shows DJing around Southern California, many of which ended in rival gang related altercations. He was a member of the Westside Treetop Pyrus. At age 16, Quick dropped out of high school. For three years, he was homeless because his mother lost her home due to foreclosure. He would later go on to say that after his success in the rap world, many of his family members began to pop up who weren't there when he and his immediate family were struggling. Blake's stage name reflects his ability to produce a song in a short period of time. David Marvin Blake, of course, is DJ Quick. After creating a mixtape following, Blake earned the interest of labels, including Profile Records and Ruthless Records. He signed to Profile Records in the summer of 1990, reportedly as the label's first six-figure signee. Blake later regretted his contract and was offered an advance of $1 million by Eazy-E. Profile Records sent a cease and desist letters to Ruthless Records. His debut album, Quick as a Name, was released in 1991. The album was led by the success of two top 20 R&B singles, Tonight and Born and Raised in Compton. The album ended up being number 10 on the album charts and was platinum by the RIAA. He released his second album titled Way Too Funky in 1992. It was certified gold by October 9th. It included the successful singles Way Too Funky and Just Like Compton. The year 1992 would also see him produce on Paid the Cost, the debut album by rap group rap duo Penthouse Players Click. The year 1992 would also see him produce on Paid the Cost, the debut album by rap duo Penthouse Players Click. Before recording Safe and Sound, DJ Quick had previously scrapped an album, which he said was so horrible that he had to smash the masters. As DJ Quick began to work on his third album, he started working with Suge Knight. Their relationship dates back to 1988, before he sought refuge with a major label. He was signed to Suge's independent label Funky Enough Records in 1988. The arrangement proved to be short-lived. They linked up again in 1993 for another short arrangement. His third album, Safe and Sound, released in 1995. It went to number 14 on the Billboard 200. It featured friends Second to None, Cam, Play a Hand, and High C. The album features the singles Dollars and Cents and Safe and Sound. During the process of the album, Quick was feuding with rapper MC8 from Compton's Most Wanted and longtime friend AMG. Today, he is on good terms with MC8. Safe and Sound saw Suge being the executive producer. His relationship with Suge led him to produce some of the tracks on Above the Rim soundtrack, Murder Was the Case, All Eyes on Me, Until the End of Time, Better Days, and It's About Time, and was on Death Row Records for a short period of time but never released an album while on the label. He also produced a second to none album for Death Row Records which never released. Quick played a part on the Tupac album All Eyes on Me, though he is only credited for producing Hearts of Men on the album. In the credits, he used his real name, David Blake, because he was under contract with Profile. He also did additional production and mixed half the album in a over two days. Quick made another uncredited appearance on a song with Tupac named Thug Passion. He also produced on the albums Dog Food and The Dog Father, although he received no credit. DJ Quick later went to say that he had some of the best time of his life when he worked with the label. In 1996, Quick produced a track on House of Music by Tony Tony Tone. The success of the Quick produced single, Let's Get Down, prompted House of Music to sell over 1 million copies. He also worked with Shaquille O'Neal on his You Can't Stop the Rain album. DJ Quick later discovered Sugar Free, a pimp turned rapper in their relationship saw Quick serving as producer on the debut album, Street Gospel. It reached number 27 on the Billboard R&B Albums chart. The album fell short of commercial expectations, but was praised by many underground rap fans in California, and is seen as a street classic by many of them. The DJ Quick production on this album was considered to be refreshing compared to the stereotypical West Coast G-Funk sound that had dominated most of the early 90s, as he incorporated elements of jazz, funk, rhythm, and blues, and even rock and roll to create instrumentals that caught the ears of many listeners. It was 
recorded in 28 days. In 1998, Quick released Rhythmalism, his fourth studio album on Profile Records. His record was certified gold in 1999 and contained the singles Hand in Hand, featuring Second to None and Elder Barge, and Use a Gangsta. It featured guest appearances by Nate Dogg, Snoop Dogg, AMG, and Sugar Free. That year, he went on to produce for The Lunes, Shaquille O'Neal, Deborah Cox, and Jermaine Dupri. He also produced on The Kingdom Come by rapper King T, which ultimately never came out due to label problems. He also faced personal and professional tragedy when his nephew murdered his close friend and protege, Daryl Cortez Reed, in 1998. In 1999, there was a release of Classic 220 by Second to None, in which Quick played a huge part. Production on production on the Gatman's Y2K Funk Until 2000 Comes album, Snoop Dogg's No Limit Top Dog, Suge Knight represents Chronic 2000, and Deep Blue Sea soundtrack. This was compounded by the death of another friend, rapper Mossberg, subsequently murdered in 2000. That year saw the release of rapper Mossberg's album and DJ Quick's Balance and Options. He also produced with Whitney Houston, Eric Sermon, 8Ball and MJG, Exhibit, and AMG. After the sales of only 400,000 units on his fifth album, he was dropped by Arista Records, which had bought Profile Records. He produced for Corrupt, Big Sky, Janet Jackson, and Juan G. He produced on Made Soundtrack in 2001 as well. That year also saw Shook Knight try to get Quick as the in-house producer of Death Row Records, and in 2002, he released Under the Influence under ARC 21 Records, which sold 200,000 units. He also produced Truth Hurts, Truth Hurts' only top 10 pop hit, Addictive, that year. However, he had sampled a Hindi song by the name Kalyong Kachaman, or Garden Roll of Petals, originally sung by the legendary Hindi singing prodigy Lata Mangishkar. On the record, and the copyright holders Sarigama, Music eventually filed a $500 million lawsuit against the Truth Hurts label Aftermath Entertainment. It was amicably solved by Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. He also worked with Talib Kweli, Will Smith, and Shade Scheiss that year. Record problems and a plethora of others also prompted Quick to retire. The album, The Best of DJ Quick, the finale, was originally going to be his last release. He later stated, I just couldn't escape the contract. Basic contracts are supposed to be like six or seven years, or one year with like maybe six options. The contract I was in was like 10 or 11 year contract. I wasn't getting paid and I wasn't happy at all. And plus, I was going through a bunch of shit. He later decided to come back. In 2003, Jay-Z commissioned Quick to produce on the Black Album. Rapper Chingy worked with Quick on his Jackpot album, which also proved to be a hit. He worked with Roscoe, Butch Cassidy, Nate Dogg, E-40, TQ, and Hi-C. In 2003, he also helped 50 Cent become a bigger star, Get Richer Die Tryin album featured in the club, which Quick did the drums for. Ludacris got DJ Quick to produce on the Red Light District album in 2004. He also commissioned for a remix of the Tupac album, Loyal to the Game. He also worked with Nocturnal and Sugar Free that year. In September 2005, DJ Quick released his first independent album on his own label, Mad Science Recordings. The album is titled Drama and reflects the turmoil in the producer's musical life over the past few years. It was considered an independent success and sold over 100,000 copies. In recent years, he has worked with a 74-piece orchestra while working on the score to the movie Head of State with Marcus Miller. On June 21, 2006, Quick was convicted of assault on his sister and sentenced to five months in prison. The incident occurred in 2003 when he allegedly pistol-whipped her for extorting him, according to police reports. He was released early in October 2006. He went on to say that the prison sentence gave him time to reflect on his life, and he later began getting rid of extra baggage. In 2007, DJ Quick and AMG formed the group The Fixers. Along with the formation of the duo, he dropped the DJ from his name for the upcoming album and rapped as Quick. In 2007, they signed a single deal with Interscope Records for the release of their album Midnight Life and promoted it with the track Can You Work With That? However, the album scrapped due to unauthorized actions by Hudson Melvin Baxter II, also known as HUD, who illegally put it on sale on the internet in December 2007. The album was then spread across the internet as a bootleg. In February 2008, Quick finished up mixing and producing for Snoop Dogg's new record Ego Trippin'. In the process of working 
working with Snoop Dogg, a production group called QDT was formed. It stands for Quick, Dog, and Teddy, and consisted of DJ Quick, Snoop Dogg, and Teddy Riley. A collaboration album with the Dog Pound member Corrupt, titled Blackout, spelled B-L-A-Q-K-O-U-T, was released June 9th, 2009. DJ Quick released his eighth studio album, The Book of David, on April 19th, 2011, which included appearances by Ice Cube, KK, Bun B, Busy Bone, John B, Corrupt, Dwelle, and Sugar Free, who once again worked with Quick. The album debuted at number 55 on the US Billboard 200 chart and with first week sales of 10,000 copies in the United States. It also entered at number 5 on the Billboard's top rap albums and number 12 on the top R&B hip-hop albums and number 4 on the independent albums chart. TMZ reported for that the album's release party he took over a marijuana dispensary in Los Angeles on April 22nd, 2011 and in a matter of minutes the whole place was up in smoke. DJ Quick performed live with The Roots on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon on June 10th, 2011. Corrupt confirmed in 2011 interview with HipHopDX.com that also next year we will be working on our next album together, DJ Quick and Corrupt. Every year me and DJ Quick are going to drop us one of those slizappers. Snoop Dogg joined forces with DJ Quick, Battle Cat, and the DOC and others to create four songs for Dr. Dre's detox album that never hit shelves. According to Snoop, two of those songs would be solo cuts for Dre, while the other two would be collaborations between Snoop and Dre. Two videos were released, both featuring all of these artists collectively working on the project and discussing the need to release quality music. In April 2016, Quick released a collaboration EP with fellow Compton rapper Problem. The EP included features such as The Game, Wiz Khalifa, and more. On April 20th, 2017, they released the Rosecrans project into a full-length collaboration album with extended features and extended songs. We're going to take a short ad break here and get right back to the show. Thank you for listening to that ad. Now back to the show. Recently, Quick went live on Instagram after receiving a $188.96 royalty check from E1 Music allegedly related to his Death Row recordings catalog and contribution. He said, I'm not happy. I'm real offended by this Death Row check and its amount. As much work as I did for these sons of bitches, I just feel like the respect factor is crazy. There is none. So to show you what your money means to me, Mr. Death Row Records, Quick says as he lights a grill and burns the check. Quick then lists credits for Death Row and beyond. All the Tupac shit I did, that Dog Pound Project, Devil, you are a bitch. I want my real money and want all my credits for everything I did in this industry. All the songs, including Hiding Hair by Nelly and Pharrell. I want my credit for Get Naked. I want my credit from Kendrick for, and this is no disrespect to Kendrick or TDE. You guys are awesome, but the fact that y'all left my credit off of King Kunta was crazy. R. Kelly, Home Alone, that's 100% all of my drum sounds. My music, me playing percussion on it. I want that too. Tupac's All Eyes on Me, that's my credit. I want that. In the Club by 50 Cent, I help with that record. If I can't, by 50 Cent, I want that record. I want all my credit. Speaking of, let's go over the discography. Quick is the Name in 1991. Way Too Funky in 1992. Safe and Sound in 1995. Rhythmalism in 1998. Balance and Options in 2000. Under the Influence in 2002. Trauma in 2005. The Book of David in 2011. The Midnight Life in 2014. And the collaboration albums Blackout with Corrupt in 2009. Rosecrans with Problem in 2017. Now let's go over his filmography. Includes Visualism, The Art of Sound, and Vision as himself, Keeping Up with the Steins as himself, Malice in Wonderland as the piano player, and the television shows Method in Red as himself in 2004, Entourage as himself in 2005, and Everybody Hates Chris as Hilton Hilly Hill Reed in 2007. Now let's go over some of his production credits. I will not be naming all of them because this would be a seven hour podcast if I did that. So here are a lot of artists he helped get their biggest song. Second to None, AMG, High C, Penthouse Players Click, Candyman, Tupac, Shaquille O'Neal, Tony Tony Tone, Adina Howard, Sugar 
Oscar Free, Deborah Cox, Jermaine Dupree, Lunez, Snoop Dogg, A-Ball and MJG, Eric Sermon, Exhibit, Big Sky, Janet Jackson, Corrupt, Chingy, E-40, Jay-Z, Nate Dogg, Easy e Young Jock, Maroon 5, Ray J, The Game, and every DJ Quick album amongst others. DJ Quick is a certified legend, cemented in the history of hip-hop. A lot of your favorite tracks wouldn't be the same without DJ Quick's involvement or influence. We should all thank our lucky stars we are alive at the same time as this genius. Quick is one of the first producer rappers ever. He set the groundwork for a lot of the game you see today. Quick is a visionary, an icon, a true one of one. Quick is one of those ones who don't get enough credit across the United States. You go west and he is undeniable. Everyone knows who Quick is. I can't say enough good things about DJ Quick and his stature in this game. DJ Quick, thank you for everything you've given to this game. Real ones will recognize, acknowledge, and love you for what you continue to do. You deserve your money and your flowers. And let this be a small token of gratitude. Thank you and thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review where possible. Thank you and have a great day.